What's good, football fans? Welcome back to the Fourth and Mile podcast alongside my good friends, Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. So, fellas, I wanted to start by asking what time slot do you prefer better? So we're Central Standard Time, obviously. So the noon games are like the 3, 325 kickoffs. What do you like better? Because for me, it's not even close. Start us off then. Which one do you like the most? I like noon. Like getting like... I think it's more common, so it's, I'm probably just more used to it. But I like the noon kickoffs much more. I, I do as well. The, I love the 3 o'clock one today for some reason. I mean, it probably it has to productive. do with the fact that we won. Well, no, <laughs> no, that's not it. Jeremy, which one's your favorite? Uh, this isn't necessarily answering the question specifically, but my favorite thing that happens is when there's, like, the same amount of games at both times. Yeah, I hate when there's, like, 10 games at the noon slot. And like two at the afternoon, right? Like and then the afternoon games, dis- right? And then and then the afternoon games, like whether it's channel four or channel nine, you only have one game. That's so frustrating. I hate that. Well, that's why you got the ticket. Oh, Becker's a huge no component need. of the no ticket. Need. Um, <laughs> well, I can't believe it's already week. 10. We're gonna be talking about week ten and week eleven. It feels like just a week ago we were talking about preseason fantasy stuff. Um, but like I said, we're we're diving into some week ten. Uh, games today so let's start with the thursday night game um there was a game right on thursday night (laughs) not to my knowledge oh yeah well so the miami dolphins won 22 to 10 over the baltimore ravens um really the only person that you were happy with starting this week was mark andrews um caught a touchdown rashad bateman is worth noting he had eight targets caught six of them for 80 yards but it was more so a pass game script he looks awesome he looks really good, um, but still not a great performance. No. Yeah. Um, and even on Miami side, like nobody on Miami went nuts. Mike Gesicki got a goose egg. Um, you guys are still starting him, right? Like, yeah, you feel you feel inclined to keep starting with the seven targets, but that's definitely just a, a kick in the gut with zero points. Bradley's boy Miles Gaskins with uh, five <laughs> fantasy points. That ain't going to get it done anymore, is it? <laughs> it's not going to get the job done. Which is frustrating, too, because it's been his backfield. I mean, he he's right. They're going back and forth between him and Malcolm Brown and Ahmed and just like shifting these guys through. It has been his backfield. And he just, to his credit, their offensive line is not very good or hasn't been good blocking wise for him. Um, but it's, it's unfortunate he's had the opportunity, hasn't taken advantage. For sure. I don't think we need to talk much longer about that game. Let's move on to the next one, which probably – so in week 10, there's going to be some games where we aren't going to talk much about it because they were just severe blowouts, and this is one of those games. Dallas won this game 43-3. to um, Dak was great, had 30 fantasy points. Zeke was great, had 19 fantasy points. CeeDee Lamb caught two touchdowns. Nothing on the tight end side for Dallas as far as Atlanta. I mean, there was really nobody. I feel like Kyle Pitts probably didn't hurt you um, if you played him just because of the tight end position. He still had four catches for 60 yards. Um, But otherwise, this was all Dallas. Is there anything to talk about in this game? Biggest disappointment for me, I wouldn't say the biggest of the season, but one of the biggest disappointments of the season has been Mike Davis. Mike Davis probably won't get drafted in fantasy drafts anymore just because this was his opportunity to secure backfield, to have a lead role. And he has, he has yet to produce. Um, he has one double digit week. 
would you guys drop him? Yes. Depending on who I'm picking up, he definitely would be up on that list. Okay, kind of foreshadowing waivers, but here's a couple guys. Deontay Foreman. Yeah, I'd pick up Foreman. That's what I uh Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. Yes. Yep. Yep. Obviously, you're picking up AJ Dillon. 100 percent Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. and then let's just talk about flex position. I'm I'm just looking at my list. Kendrick Bourne. You picking up him or you keeping uh, I would probably well, keep Mike Davis just because it's a running back. Okay. And if something were to happen to Cordero, he's just gonna get vaunted right into the I I totally disagree. I, I, so? told, I Wayne Gallman out touched him today. That is true. <laughs> you know what? Give me Kendrick Bourne. He had mind. four touches today. Oh, that's so bad. Four <laughs> touches. Um, and then last one, Jamal Agnew. Jeremy ah. loves Agnew. Agnew. Yeah, for sure. You gotta. Okay. I've just so then that means that uh Mike Davis is droppable. Oh, yeah. yes. Kate, Dynasty is a different ballpark. Redraft, get rid of them. But Dynasty, like, your roster sizes are bigger. Your opportunity to maybe get a dart throw with them is different. So I, I, I caution with Dynasty, but for sure, Redraft. Jeremy, you remember our Dynasty trade where I made you throw in Mike Davis? You can have him back if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, I got Alan Robinson and gave up a first-round pick for him, so I mean... Yeah. Oh, man. Let's move on to the next game. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. Indy won the game 23-17. to 17. Um, Carson Wentz, my start of the week, terrible. Um, Jonathan Taylor has been um, an absolute steal the last, what, six, seven weeks. Um, seven Michael straight Pitt- games with a rushing touchdown, I think. Yep, extremely impressive. Michael Pittman Jr. caught all five of his targets. Um, nothing really special as far as fantasy production. Um, as far as Jacksonville, uh, James Robinson had a late touchdown to help him out. Um, and then Jamal Agnew. Jamal Agnew had five targets, didn't catch a single one of them, but had uh, three carries for 79 yards and a touchdown, a big, long touchdown run. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, Dan Arnold's kind of impressed since he's been there. It took him a little bit to um, get acclimated there, but he, he's kind of been a uh, impressive would, – would you say he's a streaming tight end, or do you think he's a weekly starter for fantasy? I think he's kind of put himself in the conversation as a weekly starter now. His last three weeks have been pretty consistent. He's getting decent enough volume for that position. Now, obviously, if you have one of those guys that are relatively towards the top five, I, you're not – changing that out if you happen to pick them up on one of their bye weeks but if you are a guy that you are somebody that was streaming a tight end this is a guy you could stay keep locked in there I, i'm still a fan rest of the year i'm still in the boat of streaming dan arnold i would go no fant just for, for the athletics upsize i think i'd go fans as well you, you just want to see a little bit bigger of a sample size like it's been three weeks of really consistent production, which is awesome. I just want to see a little bit bigger piece of the pie. Okay. Uh, how about Dan Arnold or the Dalton Schultz, the guy who is, is falling off a little bit in Dallas? Josh, talk about the piece of the pie. You just want a piece of the pie of the Dallas offense. Go for it. It's your time. He's been really, really down since the bye. Um, but you got to believe in just the volume of the sheer – plays that Dallas is going to run on offense versus the Jacksonville offense. I might be in the minority, but I would say Arnold Gallup's back. A lot of that happened with, with That's Schultz, fair. with, with Gallup. Um, I would lean Arnold. There's just 
There's just not that many weapons down there. That's fair. Uh, next game, another blowout, but this is one that we probably didn't expect. New England won the game 45-7 to over Cleveland. Um, we gave Mac Jones a lot of a hard time when we in the draft process, probably because he was getting talked about at the number three position, number three pick. Um, but he should have been, been talked really about at the number one overall pick. Apparently, relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's 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 been great. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, the guy that we just talked about, uh, really shined today. Had two touchdowns, twenty carries for hundred yards, finished twenty five fantasy points. Kendrick Bourne. Um, it's going to be tough to predict who in New England produces, um, but today Kendrick Bourne did. Um, and then Hunter Henry caught two touchdowns. On Cleveland side, Dearness Johnson, the two starts that he's had, he has been impressive. Um, 19 carries, 99 yards. He didn't have a touchdown today, but caught seven of eight targets for 50, 58 yards. What do we uh, What do we think about New England's offense going forward? Mac Jones is impressive. Just I, I can't believe I'm saying it. Like his poise is is second to none. And yeah, I would classify myself as a Mac Jones hater because picking him at three, I thought was preposterous, but the way, what he's doing in Bill Belichick's system is very impressive. And, and Ramondre Stevenson is, is very impressive as well. That's something noteworthy too. It's, it's in a perfect system for him too. So like, it's just, it's tough to say that if he would have gotten drafted by San Francisco, that he would be doing exactly what he's doing right now. Some of the times for quarterbacks, it's all about scheme fit and where you get drafted. And I feel like it was a perfect spot for Mac Jones too. 100%. Totally. You know, Bradley means it when he's not calling him a corkle. So that's, <laughs> that's big facts for him. <laughs> I think if you happen to get Stevenson, you have him on your roster. I think you're excited about what he could provide. I think he looked really good. I would temper expectations just a little bit with Damian Harris back, but again, they're going to need somebody to have that pass catching role. And I think he would have it locked in. Yeah. It's not Harris. Hey, did you guys watch any of this game? Yeah. Why, why is Brandon Bolden returning kickoffs for them? This is, this is an off topic, but I saw one kick return that he had. It looked like he was barely running until somebody tackled him. It's like, don't you watch your like fastest guy back there? Like <laughs> returning kicks. He's just not that fast. He has been for a while too. Hasn't he? Yes, he has. So, I mean, next week he's going to return a kick for a touchdown now, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, talking about another blowout, Buffalo 45, uh, the New York Jets 17. Josh Allen was really good today. Um, Stephon Diggs caught eight or 13 passes for 162 yards and a touchdown. That'll get it done. Um, the Brita filter. I was going to say, can we get a moment of silence for the Brita filter? <laughs> Two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, the Brita filter. All that's mad, that's about... mad Brita for all you people that don't know who that is. Burita, it's Brita, isn't it? It's Brita. I know. Brita. Got it. I got it. Touched the ball six times. And, <laughs> and had 16 and a half fantasy points. Almost Goodness had more than gracious. the other two running backs combined. Um, on the Jets side, everybody was bad except for Michael Carter. Uh, I guess you could say maybe Elijah Moore. Um, but I mean, Michael, Michael Carter really wasn't that good either. For fantasy, he was. For fantasy, he was good. Yep. So, Elijah Moore was a solid. If you played him, he that was a good play. What are we thinking about the talents of Michael Carter? Like, is he talented or is he just getting a lot of opportunities, a lot of touches? I think he's talented. I mean, I loved him in the draft process. Obviously, he was behind those two guys for me. But 
mean, this is a guy that averaged Who, two over guys? seven yards. Two guys, sorry. Did I say – what did I say? You said oh, two guys. I'm saying who, who are you comparing three guys, to? right? Over – he, he was behind – oh, yeah. My bad. Three guys. Okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, my apologies to ETN. I, you kind of forget. My fault. My fault. My fault. Um, he yes, won't remember dude. next year. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is a dude who's super electric in college, like super electric. He averaged over seven seven yards per touch. I mean, at North Carolina, like this is a guy with a lot of talent. Their team, you could argue that, Josh, because their team just isn't that great, and he definitely is getting a lot of opportunity. But I do think he's very good. Yeah, I know yards per carry is def- definitely a flawed stat, and there's a ton of context that goes into it. But the dude is just not efficient on the ground whatsoever. But when he's gotten, you know, some work in the in the passing game, like fantasy-wise, he's been very, very productive. But I'm just not convinced of the talents uh, to this point. I So here's what I'll say. Their offense line isn't very good. Makai Becton's not playing. Um, but, like, this is a team that's got two first-round picks next year. One or both of those are going on the offensive line. Um, so with Makai Becton coming back, it's just it's it's I mean for Dynasty, he's a buy. Like I would I would love to try and get uh Michael Carter just because I don't think they're gonna waste an early pick. Not waste, they're not gonna use an early pick on a running back or try and bring some competition in there. I think it would be to surround their quarterback. So a wide receiver, offensive line, or even bolster that defense. Would you trade Michael Carter for a late first? Yes. Oh, okay. Josh, Josh typing in his, his fantasy football. He's going to try and trade it right now. No. At least, at least I got Michael Carter in that deal for Mike Davis too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how the picks roll out, but yeah, I don't, that was just a bad trade for both of us. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Not often to see a lose, lose. It was, it was a lose, lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, we had a tie this week. We had a tie, the uh, so Detroit close. Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers tied at 16 apiece. Um, both the running backs. DeAndre Swift had 33 carries today. That's that's incredible. Like, that is that is a lot of carries. I think all of us, to start the season, would never have pictured DeAndre Swift carrying the ball 30 time, 33 High, times. The highest he had before this was 14. I know. That, that's that's crazy. the crazy part. And this was one of his, like, least what i say least productive fantasy days and he yeah. had he had a great like 33 carries for 130 yards that's not bad no that's good um so on pittsburgh side Najee harris had 26 carries so i mean the young running backs uh were fed if you played anybody else i'm sorry to hear that they weren't that great <laughs> um yeah chris boswell was great if you want to talk about him he was the second leading scorer Maybe you took a dart throw on James Washington because you thought, hey, Mason Rudolph's playing. He'll throw him the football. Sure enough, he did. First drive, Tubby. <laughs> yeah, it's flawless process, <laughs> right? 8.5 fantasy points. Is it, <laughs> I, did any of you guys think it was hilarious? Like, that for some reason, James Washington is only plays when Mason Rudolph is the quarterback. Hasn't showed up all year. Mason Rudolph catch the tutty <laughs> as a Deontay Johnson fan I or as a Deontay Johnson owner. I don't find that funny. Not at all, actually. Hey, Rudolph shows up when it gets closer to Christmas time. So, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> Tennessee versus New Orleans. Tennessee won 23 to 21. Come on. Uh, the running backs, I mean, we talked about Deontay Foreman. He led the team in carries, 11 carries for 30 yards. Not great, but two catches for 48 yards. Um, 
guys, you're, I mean, Mark Ingram, you're happy if you play Mark Ingram because Alvin Kamara was out. Um, I'll start with this. Marcus Johnson had five catches for a hundred yards, kind of played the replacement role for uh, Julio Jones. Is that worth a dart worth a dart throw in waivers with Julio Jones going on IR? Not for me, just with AJ Brown, not having a productive week. It's kind of a, they have Houston next week. So for that reason, I guess he would climb a spot or two higher in my waiver priority uh, because of that. If I really needed a wide out with buys and whatnot, but Josh, if you put him as your start of the week, I'll give you top 30. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's a Texas dude. Okay. Marcus Johnson or LaVisca Chanel. Neither. Yeah, that's you got to choose one. <laughs> probably Marcus, unfortunately. Your team is probably pushing two and eight at this point, if that's what you're doing. <laughs> but I did just drop Visca, and my team is very bad. So. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Marcus Johnson or a guy who caught a touchdown today, Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson. Robbie. I don't lie. In my mental state, I'm that. picking up Marcus Johnson. Yeah. I, can't <laughs> I can't do it anymore. If Derrick Henry wasn't hurt, Sorry, excuse me. If Derrick Henry wasn't hurt, I would say, like, don't mind it. I mean, don't give it any attention. But the fact that they probably still have to throw the ball a little bit more than maybe they normally would might be worth it. Let's move on to the next game. An upset here. Uh, Tampa Bay lost to the Washington football team 29-19. to um, As far as fantasy, Josh's guy Antonio Gibson had two touchdowns. Um, Still extremely inefficient when running the football. Um, <laughs> as far as Tampa Bay, Mike Evans was bailed out with a late touchdown or a long touchdown, I should say. Um, playoff Lenny had eight catches. Still playoff not the start, of the week. <laughs> start of the week. Um, <laughs> otherwise, just kind of an ugly game in general. Um, any thoughts on this game? Ronald Jones didn't get a touch. I think he played one snap today. So tough. Becker, our boy, what happened? It's just, it's, it's such a tough scene that, that, that Ronald Jones <laughs> played one snap. It did touch the ball. I don't get it. I, he'll he's probably end up on, he, I think so too. I, I think he's 24, isn't he? 24. I think he'll end up on some team next year and be pretty solid. Like I, I think he's talented. I don't know if it's he just got in the doghouse and couldn't get out. I mean, it's not obviously Leonard Fournette's been playing well too. So it's, but the fact that he can't have any sort of role just seems odd to me. I know he's in a great offense, but like again, I I'm gonna reiterate. I know that yards per carry is not like a great measure of how good a running back is, but he's been very efficient on the ground when he has touched the ball. And I just think that get, give him more volume, see what he can do. So this is our official pitch for uh, yes. to be the offense. This is me to Bruce Arians. To be the yes. Bruce Arians Give offense. Rojo the ball. Once Byron left, which becomes a head coach, the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hire Josh Mombrian. Correct. Let's go. <laughs> okay, moving on. Carolina uh, beat Arizona 34 to 10 in upset fashion. Uh, Cam Newton had two touchdowns and did not start the game. Hardly played, actually. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Didn't score a touchdown. Absolute machine for fantasy. Caught 10 of 10 targets. Um, had 95 rushing yards. Um, Robbie Anderson caught a touchdown. As far as Arizona, 
James Conner got in the end zone. Otherwise, you just really hope Kyler comes back soon. Same with Hopkins. Uh, any thoughts on this game? Uh, McCaffrey did get a little banged up, too. I got a question for you guys. What's your panic meter on DJ Moore? Oh, high. High. Very high. I, I don't like it. I mean, he has his highest point total since week five was 10.3 and a half PPR league. He, it's been very frustrating. He was starting off so good. Can I please get a number out of 10 for you three? Seven. Yep. It's, it's high. Seven. And I don't know if, if uh, Cam Newton being there is going to be good or be bad. I know he's not playing a bulk of the snaps, but I do. I'm not worried about Cam Newton. I'm worried about Christian McCaffrey being back there. (laughs) That's 10 catches right there. I mean, mean, the process, he's still getting targeted. Like, he had seven targets this week, seven targets last week, eight the week prior. Like, yeah, the, but when your running back has three more targets, oh yeah, that's that's, that's where the no, the line I'm not. Is drawn. Yeah, I don't like it whatsoever. I mean, Christian McCaffrey just proved why you put auto pick at one hundred one. Don't even think about it. Yeah, very true. Pretty thought about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which brings which brings us to our next game: the Minnesota Vikings against. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Vikings won 27 to 10. Um, Kirk Cousins was pretty good. Uh, Dalvin Cook was good with 20 fantasy points. Um, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson he's had a really such, good game. Oh. He's, he's unbelievable. Um, had 18.4 fantasy points without a touchdown. Um, on the Chargers side, Austin Eckler was kind of bailed out with a touchdown. Um, otherwise, he went to have that great performance. Um, Keenan Allen caught eight of 11 targets. Um, I think it's time we start tempering our expectations for Mike Williams. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yep. He had opportunity. He definitely had opportunity. Just didn't capitalize on those opportunities uh, with the charges today against the Vikes. So I am definitely very, very panicked if I'm a Williams owner. We can't talk about this game without talking about Larry Roundtree's touchdown celebration. That thing was rehearsed. <laughs> it was his first touchdown. It, that's what I'm saying. That's his first touchdown. He went through like this 15 second dance routine that ended up with him just like hitting his face mask three times afterwards. I'm like, ow. <laughs> All the fantasy managers are mad because they stole Austin Eckler's touchdown. He's just loving it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Philadelphia uh, against Denver. Philly won this game 30 to 13. Uh, before we talk about fantasy, that Darius Slay return for a touchdown, insane. insane. How? If you're if you're Denver, how do you not tackle him? I said, Bradley, your guy Teddy, Teddy. <laughs> no part of it. That ain't Teddy's <laughs> fault. That should have been tackled way before it got to Teddy. The fact that it wasn't tackled, it, it looked like schoolyard out there. It looked like recess time, and everybody's trying to chase the guy with the football. You know those graphics that it shows, like, okay, it was a this yard return, but the guy actually ran, like, this many yards? I would love to know what the actual yards that he ran because the dude was all over the field. Teddy, Teddy made better. a business decision. <laughs> he needs to be better. No, that's not on Teddy. I Teddy. don't think that's on Teddy. It's not right on Teddy. Him. All he had to do was touch his leg and he's done. No, I disagree. <laughs> I totally disagree. He said, nope, I'm I'm not doing it. One, it's Melvin's fault for not holding on to the football. And two, I have no idea what the rest of the people were doing out there. I It, it honestly looked like a senior in high school was running around eighth graders like to get it, to the It absolutely touchdown. did. I couldn't believe it. Yes. 
So Melvin, if you guys saw the play, Melvin tried to make up for the yeah and hustle back in and then just got leveled. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of Teddy's face as Teddy just watched it all happen. Okay, I do apologize to our listeners for not taking a very sharp left turn there, but we're going to get back to fantasy. Um, as far as Philly, Devonta Smith caught two touchdowns. Um, Jordan Howard, efficient. 12 carries, 83 yards. That'll get it done. No My touchdown, boy. though. <laughs> My boy. Um, <laughs> Devonta Smith looks really good. He's a good yeah. football player. No question. The dude can absolutely ball. I'll finish it out by saying free Javante. Seriously, yeah. though. I, I don't get I don't get what the power struggle is there. Like just if Melvin's the better running back, then give Melvin the ball. Like, but this whole like 50-50 snaps, like it's just it's just not getting the job done. They're not productive when they, they get 50% of the snaps. Like they got to get into a rhythm. Hey, how about uh, Jalen Hurts having more points at halftime than what he finished with? <laughs> that actually tough. Is, is that actually yeah. ins- oh my wow. word how is that possible that's insane i that i don't know impressive. man i feel like when he balls out for fantasy it's bad news for the eagles because they're just in huge negative game scripts the dude's just running everywhere throwing a ton of you know deep passes running a lot but they, i don't did he play that bad this game no Jalen hurts no he had a great first half <laughs> emphasis underline first half <laughs> i mean for what it's worth you say the exact same thing about uh jonathan taylor oh for sure o- outside of like three catches for eight yards like his, the bulk of his rushing came in the first half that is fair uh last game to talk about green bay throttled seattle 17 to zero um there's literally nobody worth talking about on seattle side if you stream gerald everett Congratulations, he got you 10 fantasy points. Um, <laughs> I guess the main talking point on Green Bay side is Aaron Jones goes down. Uh, so how much of a tick up does A.J. Dillon get? If for some odd reason he is in your waiver wire or free agency, I would I would be willing to put 80 to 90%. Of- I, would empty, I would empty it. I would absolutely dump everything. Yep. Yeah, because the dude is incredibly talented. We've seen it. And if he's actually going to get the bulk of the volume too, that is recipe for league winner written all over it. And they would be without, I mean, depending on how long it ends up being. Um, we were talking off air right before this. It appears to potentially be an MCL sprain, which would be at this point probably best case scenario. Go Knights, um, baby. <laughs> MLC. Yeah, I almost messed up there. Oh, you're gonna say um, MLB for a second there. <laughs> no. Um, that would be, I mean, that would be best case scenario, but that would be a couple weeks. Uh, and there they would be without RB1, and then they are also out with uh without RB3. Yep. So they really don't have much behind AJ Dillon. Um, it's Patrick Taylor at this point. So I would dump everything for AJ Dillon because he's gonna he's gonna get everything in the backfield. Yeah. It's worth dumping everything for him to get shut out next week. And then the following week ball. Out. But yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> if you don't know who the Packers play next weekend, they play the Minnesota Vikings. That's the joke. So Dylan's my start of the week dibs. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and do some week 11 preview. 
Hi guys, this is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile Pod. That's 4th and a Mile Pod. Thanks guys, and now back to the sports. Welcome back into the 4th and a Mile podcast. We are doing some week 11 preview. We're starting with our starts of the week. Bradley, you start us off this week. How'd you do in week 10 and what you got on the docket for week 11? All right, quarterback, I went with Josh Allen. He had to get a top four finish. He's currently at two. Feel pretty good about where he's at. If he doesn't get a hit at top four, I'm still taking it as a hit because he scored 27 <laughs> points or whatever. So that is a hit. You're not uh, asking. <laughs> this week, I'm going with, yes, you heard it, Mac Jones versus the Atlanta Falcons. McCorkle. This is this is full circle, boys. Wow. This is This is the chance. If he gets a hit for me, I like him, but if he doesn't, he's back to back to draft. <laughs> uh, uh, it's up twelve. Yeah. Is that pretty yeah. wanted to give me better than that for what it's worth? <laughs> Just so you guys know, I didn't. So quit asking. Um. So my week ten start of the week was Carson Wentz. He wasn't even close. He, I mean, he was terrible. Um. <laughs> so let's just try and let's try this out. Uh. Josh had him as this last week. I'm going to try it this week. Baker Mayfield against Detroit. Good luck. We're, yeah, we're going to see how it goes. He, I might have to pivot because he might not play. We'll see how it goes. Baker Mayfield. Nice probably league. give him, what, like top 24 or something like that? I don't know. I still I was going to say top it. five. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we should go top 12. Yep. Okay, I like it. All right. Well, I had Baker last week, and uh, – you didn't hear what I said earlier. Just did not go well. So Baker, it was a miss. I think he got hobbled, didn't he? He got hurt too. Yeah, yeah, he didn't finish the game. Oh man. Okay, so that is going to lead me to my quarterback this upcoming week, and that is going to be Joe Burrow versus the Raiders. I would love to see how many times Josh has had Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't think I've had Joe Burrow that often. I don't think he has either. Uh, I'll go twelve. Ten. 11. 11. I'm good with 11. <laughs> All right. My start of the week at the quarterback position uh, for this week was Matthew Stafford. He has not played yet. He needs to be top five. It's going to be a hit. Uh, <laughs> my start of the week for week 11 is staying in the same game as, as Josh. And it's going to be Derek Carr against the Bengals. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Top 11. That was actually really good, Becker. Yeah, I'll do that. Top 11. Yeah, I'll do one. (laughs) All right. On to the running back. I went with Lombardi Lenny. Lombardi Lenny did not get the job done. That is top 15. So this week, let me load up my sheet here. I'm going Elijah Mitchell versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that. Top 16. That's a generous. Becker, what do you think? 15, 14? 15. 15. 15 it is. Feel good about that one, Bradley? I wanted 16. (laughs) (laughs) So my week 10 start of the week was Tony Pollard. He needed to be a top 24 running back. This is one of my favorite ones. He's he's 18 right now. That's big time. How happy are you right now? Right now, you couldn't be smiling any bigger right now. That's big time. It's the Brady curse unless he picks a backup player, apparently. 
<laughs> That's why I picked Baker Mayfield. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm going pretty good. With, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm going with Michael Carter against the Miami Dolphins this week. I think that there's a chance Zach Wilson comes back, but I also think Michael Carter is going to be more efficient this game against a poor Miami team that played out of their minds on Thursday night. Michael Carter's my start of the week. Top 15. I like it. You're joking. 16. I'll give you 16. I'll give him 18. Woo! Becker! Uh, Settle on 17. Can Can I do you for 17? 17 it is. Brady can't decide. <laughs> 17. Coming up with some odd numbers. I love it. All right. So my start of the week last week was DeAndre Swift, and it was a top 10. And it was a miss? DeAndre was a Swift? Miss. He didn't score a touchdown. Oh, I, mm, that's, I, 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 will, I will double check it. I'll double Good. check it. I'm going to ask you to do so. Yes. Go on to your – going. Yeah, it's, I, a, I, it's a I, miss. I was, I was it's a miss. It's fine. Back. Because I was very much expecting him to hit, but he is currently the 14th ranked running back. Oh, that stinks. Okay. Well, my <laughs> my running back for this uh, next week will be Josh Jacobs in the same. Me and Becker just on the same game, I guess, against the Bengals. What am I getting? 18. Sure, 18 is fine. 18. Oh. Sure. All right, my start of the week this week was James Conner. He's currently sitting at top 15. Or currently sitting at 15, needed to be top 15. I'm going to tell you right now. Not looking great. Don't go about it. (laughs) 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 So we'll just take him. We'll just take a miss, I guess. My start of the week this week. I'm going with it. Doing it to him, Gaskins, baby. Give him to oh. me. Miles Gaskins versus the Jets. It's a good pick. Emphasize <laughs> the S's. <laughs> All right. Probably 18. 18. You're right. Elijah like Mitchell's it. not in that same tier. He's top 15, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. On to the wide receivers. I went with Stefan Diggs. He needs to be a top six currently. He's number one. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's going to be a hit. This not week, yet. you're right. It's not confirmed yet, but I feel pretty good about it. Uh, this week, I'm going with uh, DPJ Donovan Peoples Jones versus Detroit Lions. Hmm. I like it. Top. I, I, I like twenty six, twenty four. He's got to be a top twenty four receiver. Wide receiver two. That makes sense. Cool. How do you feel about that one, brother? I, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's what I was going to be. <laughs> um. <laughs> My wide receiver start of the week in week 10 was Chris Godwin. Probably should have changed it up with him being banged up. Didn't work out well. Uh, that's okay. Uh, my start of the week this week is Amari Cooper against Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. Top 14. Yeah, yeah, top 14. Top 14 it is. Without Brady, a doubt. Brady does not like that. What do you think it would have been? Give me 18. No. <laughs> oh my God. It's not happening, Josh. He's wide receiver two. He's wide receiver two there. All right. Well, my start of the week of the wide receiver position last week was DJ Moore. And goodness gracious, was that a, that was a miss of all misses. He's not hitting water if he fell out of a boat right now. So I am going to see Brady accused me of doing Burrow all the time. 
this guy I will admit, Jamar Chase. Yes, oh the Raiders. Gosh. Jamar Chase. Uh, the Raiders. I do. I do pick Jamar Chase all the time. So I'll top nine. Top nine. <laughs> I was waiting for Jeremy to say something. Becker. I'm saying. I'm saying nine because he. I was hoping I was going to get him because I was like, ah, Josh can't pick him again, can he? Ah, uh, but I can. <laughs> but he did. Surprised we didn't have Tom Brady and Gronk stack again either. Seriously. <laughs> don't tell me with a good time. Or Justin Herbert. <laughs> I don't know if I pick Herbert once this year, have I? I, know. I don't think you have. Yeah. Last year, though, that was quite the time. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm going to pick him once this year, and then you're all going to be like, oh, you pick him all the time. <laughs> <Whatever>. Yep. <laughs> Jeremy, you're up. We said top, top, we set all on top nine. Yes. All right. My wide receiver start of the week this week was Mike Williams. I'm playing my. How'd that work out for you, Rashad Breeland? Breezy, put that X up. No way. (laughs) No joke. Rashad Breeland might be the worst corner in the NFL. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm serious. It didn't matter who. Like Josh Palmer was littered over there, and Herbert's like, you know what? I'm throwing it at him. It's he. he, It honestly, it makes it look like Cam Dancer Island out there because they won't throw it at him because all it is is Breeland, Breeland, Breeland. He's. He's been pretty bad. If Mike Williams comes down with an easy t- like catch that he hasn't walking into the end zone touchdown. So he, oh boy, he was bad. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna try that again. Move on. Vikings yeah, game. Let's, he, let's just skip at it. At the Vikings right. game, he easily could have had a touchdown. I'm sorry. All right, my wide receiver start of the week for week eleven. Kendrick Bourne, first of all. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. If McCorkle's throwing the ball, then we need a big week. Yep, there's a little stack for you, Bradley. Top 28. How on God's green earth is he top 28? He's top 24. (laughs) I take top 28. (laughs) It's top 24. I think like those four difference, that's – that's what we're laughing it's about. It's the difference between a wide receiver two and a wide receiver three. A top-end wide receiver three. Anyway, on to the tight ends. I went with Hunter Henry, who is currently Can tight end. Can we just end. take a timeout quick? Timeout. If he finishes as the wide receiver eight this week, he needed nine fantasy points. That's not a good start. Wide receiver 28? Yeah. Anyway, Hunter Henry, tight end one this week. That's a hit for me. I'm going with Dawson Knox versus the Colts. Ooh. Top three? Six? No, top eight. Oh, yeah. Eight. Oh, no, not six. Eight. He he didn't play this week, did he? He did. He was not very good. This is his first week back? Yep. I had Dalton Schultz in week 10. It didn't work out. I'm going to go with the guy who got a goose egg. I'm going with Mike Gesicki. I like it. I like it. Against Miami. And I know. I know I have two. Players from hey, Mike Kosicki. He's playing against what, Mike, Mike Kosicki against Miami. Did I say Miami? You did. <laughs> oh, for Miami. He plays for Miami. Well, he might have been playing against Miami this last week, but top yeah, seven. Top seven. I'm with that. Top seven. Top seven. All, all right, Josh. So again, I, I can get accused for picking this guy all the time. I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I got to do my tight end last week. <laughs> so my tight end. Uh, start of the week last week was Dan Arnold. The dude's been so consistent. He hit um, just this past week. And I'd like a guess because of what I said. Who am I going with at tight end? 
Are you picking Dan Arnold again? I'm not. No offense. I'm going with Kyle Pitts, Brady's boy, Kyle Pitts, uh, against New England. You hit on him the last time, too, and that annoys me. <laughs> Top five. That's downright disrespectful. Give him seven. Actually? Give him four. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> what? I don't care. What, what do you guys think? Six. We can do six. Six is fine. Boy, I was over the moon with seven. All right, my start of the week last week was Dallas Goddard. Ouch. He got hurt. <laughs> There's no other explanation, just ouch. <laughs> Not a great week for, for Mr. Becker picking here. What my start of the week for week 11 at the tight end position, kind of butthurt because I forgot Josh picked him last week, but it's Dan Arnold against the 49ers. <laughs> Good pick. Good answer. Good answer. Top nine. Eight. Nine. I like the nine. It's nine. All right, guys. Waivers. Waivers. Obviously, A.J. Dillon, you're dumping the entire thing. Yep. Let her rip. Who else is on your list? For me, Elijah Moore is a have-to-have on your roster if he's not already on a roster. I like that. Interesting. Agreed. Along with... uh, Ramon J. Stevenson as well, if he happens to be out there. But is that? I, I don't know if I would play him. I, oh, I would so roster weird. him yeah. because I would want to see how he was efficient today against a good defense. Um, but I would be interested to see who is like the bell cow in that backfield when Damian Harris comes back because he's going to play this next week. But I, I agree, he should definitely be claimed in waivers. How about oh, Deontay Foreman? Yeah, yeah I, I think he I think he merits probably about 10-15% of your fab. Just yep. with I mean he led the backfield and I, I don't know if they like him better than AP, but he's definitely fresher legs than AP. So I definitely think it's worth uh, what do you think of Eno Benjamin? No because Chase Evans is gonna miss a lot of time or sometime anyway. Do you have any interest in Eno Benjamin? I, I, I don't. picked him up this last week and I think I'm going to cut him. I would definitely prioritize those other names we talked about. How about any Sorry? other positions? Is there any other guys that you, uh, hey, you I, I mentioned, I mentioned Agnew and Bourne earlier. Do you guys have anyone else? I think, I think Tyler Conklin is someone you saw him get in the end zone twice. Clearly. I mean, all three times that Kirk was in the red zone, or I don't know if they were in three times, but there was three times where Kirk threw it to Conklin in the end zone. And Derwin James almost picked one of them off, but you could also say the ball's thrown two yards farther forward. It's an easy walk and touchdown for Tyler Conklin. That's his third one. So Tyler Conklin's uh, someone that you could target. I'm with that. And it, there's nobody behind him. Yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. Herndon is so bad. <laughs> oh. Not so bad. He dropped one pass. Just yeah, relax. just chill. Hit him right in the head. <laughs> I would I would throw this name out there. Um if you're, you've been streaming the quarterback position, you have a pretty good roster, and your team's in a pretty good spot, I think it'd be worth an add to add Justin Fields just to see. I think it's a low-risk, high-reward type of add um, because he's had his two best games now. He's been running a ton. And if that continues after the bye now, which maybe it could if they say, you know what, this is how we're going to be the most successful, I mean, that could be 
that could be huge come fantasy for fantasy. Yeah, for sure. Good point. No doubt. Any other waivers or move to our one's got to go? One's got to go. Yeah, let's All do right. it. Our one's got to go. So rest of the season, we're looking at the running back position. Um, these guys are anywhere between RB9 and RB15. So it's Daryl Henderson, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, and James Robinson. All of them have been a little banged up throughout the year. Which one's got to go? Half point PPR. The ones that are safe for me are DeAndre Swift and Nick Chubb. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would say Daryl Henderson has to go. Just with Cooper Cup being there, Odell Beckham being there, I think there's other mouths to feed, where as in Jacksonville, it's James Robinson's number one option. And we did forget to mention Robert Woods towards ACL. Yes. Super yeah, that really, really stinks. Um, I had a similar thought process to Bradley, but I went the other way. I went James Robinson. Um, I You can say there are a lot of mouths to feed. The other side of that coin is – a very good offense, so a ton of goal line opportunities for Daryl Henderson. So for that reason, I went to keep him and get rid of James Robinson. That was my exact thought process as well. I got rid of James Robinson. But there, I mean, those names are all other than Nick Chubb, I think, is the leader in that category. And then he's the most talented of this group, bar none, right? Yeah. And then those other three names are all pretty close. I'd get rid of Daryl Henderson. I for some reason, I I just feel like he's always banged up throughout the game, um, which can cause issues. And if Sony Michelle catches fire or something like that, um, and it just like in games that they're going to be throwing the ball because they're playing, they get to play Arizona, they get to play Seattle, who's got a good offense. Uh, I, I I mean, if you got one of these running backs, you're in good shape. So, um, but for me, Daryl Henderson's got to go. I love it. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth and a Mile. Thank you so much for joining us. Go deep and we'll see you.